Um, hi everybody, this is episode 3 of my Mount Everest, Mount Lobushe expedition uh, experience. Um, the first one, if you guys recall, if you haven't listened to it, I just covered sort of the starting point, you know, in Kathmandu, how you select an expedition group or expedition team or company, um, how you get to Lukla, then from Lukla on, when the fun begins, the actual expedition begins, there are two major considerations in my mind. The first one is acclimatizing your body to the altitude. So I cover that in episode two, some of the things I learned, some of the tips um, that I got along my way. Um, and I'll describe some of those ex specific experiences in, in the next episode, because this one I like to cover sort of the the cultural aspects, the landscape, the journey, right, from Lukla to the high mountains in the Himalayas, Everest Base Camp, um, Lobuche, and others. Um, and it's just amazing, right? I mean, even though my other episode about acclimatizing your body and suffering through it, it's not the most fun. Um, so that was almost the downside on the upside is the experience. I mean, you are, you're just amazed all the time, right? Sometimes because you're walking on a ridge and you forget that you are at 16,000 feet, right? Um, 15,000 feet, for instance, in Tembushe. Tembushe is where the, if you watch any of the Everest documentaries, it's a, typically the, the, the temple where most people go to do the puja, meaning the ceremony um, with the monks that um, they kind of bless you and ask permission for you to be in the high mountains. Um, awesome experience. Unfortunately, I could not record it. I did it. Um, they don't allow recording inside, but uh, my God, it was super cool. Um, so, But anyway, you're walking there, right, on a ridge in Timbuche, and you, you, your mind kind of forgets that you are at 15,000 feet. And all of a sudden you look down a valley because you walk, you know, you're walking to the next town called Felice, for instance, and where we stopped. And you see a helicopter down there, which is probably at 10,000 feet, right? And helicopters, if you know anything about helicopters, some of the standard ones, they don't like to fly much higher than that. And then you look down, you see that tiny helicopter. And then you look, you know, up and you see you know the the huge uh, mountains and you see Emma Dublin you know soaring up to the sky and and your mind goes crazy it's like wait a minute the helicopter is down there I'm walking here and there's a amazing um so that is one aspect of make you know that made the experience just mind-blowing nothing like I think you can find anywhere in the rest of our world um the second thing is the people. The people are amazing, uh, super nice, super polite, super gentle. They, they're, they're helpful. Um, you know, you see how much they work, right? You see a porter um, typically walking by you and carrying, you know, five times the load that you're carrying, um, you know, and, and you, know, you know, they're making $13 a day. Um, working in carrying stuff up and down the mountain. And I mean, stuff, I mean, you know, 50, 70 kilos. Um, they shouldn't be allowed to carry that, by the way, but they do, right? Because they need the money. 
um and you know and and they do it sometimes you know they stop and with a smile um so they have like 110 pounds 150 pounds more sometimes in their backs and you just it's just how can you do it right so i think in my opinion uh, you know in nepali they are the strongest people on earth I can only imagine what these guys can do at sea level, right? Because when they are 15,000, 17,000 feet, you know, they're carrying, you know, 150 pounds in their back for hours, right? And they're wearing sandals sometimes, which is mind-blowing. One of the coolest things I've, I've seen is one of my um, guide Sherpas, 24-year-old guy, uh, his name is Nuru, Nuru Sherpa, Um he actually saw a porter, right? A guy who's carrying this stuff, not a Sherpa. Um, he looked and he, he was wearing like this beat up sneakers and carrying, I don't know, I can't even imagine, maybe 70 pounds, no, 70 pounds, maybe 70 kilos on his back, like 150 pounds. So he stopped and he had a, a spare um, pair of sneakers and he kind of gave it, to the porter he didn't know the porter right the kid uh he just said no take mine um you know and and again and the sherpa i mean the porter makes 13 bucks a day the sherpa makes 15 right especially young sherpa so it's not like he's making much more money and i mean so nice um they are very religious most of them i tried to learn as much as i could you know in terms of buddhism uh, which i'm I've been into for many years, but having the experience, you know, of doing in, with them and asking questions about their culture, about, you know, how they live and their communities and history and even the future, you know, what they think, uh, you know, how they are raising some of their kids, uh, etc. is just amazing. Um, a, a very cool thing that I learned from one of the doctors in Halfway um, we stop at this uh, Felicia is called the village and they have a very small clinic with three doctors one of them uh, from Boston the US doing some research um, for Harvard uh, in terms of the effects of altitude and so he's kind of he does ultrasound and we I volunteer and say you can check me up and 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 um, in your heart in your lungs and and then ask a bunch of questions and take some other measurements Um it's never being done at altitude. So, and the other one was from Brazil, um, and she was great, and we could speak Portuguese there. And the third doctor was from Nepal. So, um, one thing that I learned, if you look at the pictures from the kids, um, they have the cheeks super red and the nose, right? And I thought some of them are like, oh my god, right? Um, one of them, I thought that he, she actually fell because he was super red. I mean, it was looked like it was actually scratched, and it's not the case. It's because the kids have so much red blood cells because they were born and genetically uh, are already different, and they were born in that environment, so they develop so much red blood cells that it shows off in on their cheeks and the point of the nose. As they grow older, of course, right, especially with the sun, you know, the tanning they get, and remember the UV um, are, you know, 20, 30 times higher than at sea level. So, um, you know, you kind of, it goes away, but it doesn't really, right? They still have that high number of uh, red blood cells in their blood compared to, to us, right, who were born and live in, you know, close to sea level. 
So again, it's just super cute. Um, they're awesome. Um, I brought so many good memories and I think I made some friends. Um, luckily, everybody's connected to the internet now. So even Nuru Sherpa, you know, is on TikTok and he was doing this TikTok videos, which I was not very familiar uh, up until I spent a month with Nuru. Uh, I actually downloaded TikTok on my phone. I have, you know, I follow one person, which is him. Um, and um, and I hope to keep, you know, in contact as much as I can with these guys. Um, again, amazing culture. Um, you stop, as I said in the previous two episodes, in the tea houses. Now, the tea houses you can think of, they just don't serve tea, although they do serve tea. That's pretty much what you're going to drink while you're there. Uh, either honey, you know, ginger honey tea, which is my preferred, or mint, right? This is 90% of the cases, that's what you're going to drink. Um, you don't want to drink any beer past 15,000 feet. That's what I did, actually. I stopped at 15,000 feet. I had a beer. Um, but it depends on how you're feeling, really. I was the only one. That being said, back to the tea houses. They are, think of it as hotels, very, very um, simple uh, hotels they typically have one big dining room that is you, you know you gotta have breakfast there lunch sometimes and definitely dinner um, right or everybody gets together different expeditions um, and then you have the rooms it depends you may get lucky and have a bathroom inside your room or you get a common share bathroom either outside or um sort of down the corridor, right? Outside your, your bedroom. Um, the walls are very thin, so expect it to be cold. There are no heating. Um, uh, again, uh, if there are earthquakes, and we got through a couple, um, 4.3, 4.2, so nothing major. Uh, it's still, the whole structure shakes. Um, we're on the second floor in one of, uh, in when one of those earthquakes happened, and uh, because the walls are very thin, I mean, the whole thing was shaking. Uh, it's been there for a while. And I think that's almost, I would say, by design. So, you know, um, nothing happened. Well, this is great, of course, but you never know. Um, so, but it's going to be cold. Um, it's, uh, the beds are great, I think, right? It's better than sleeping on a tent any day of the week. Um, and you can sometimes... Uh, as you get higher, uh, I would say in in this town called Felice, um, and higher, you will um, you will try. You're gonna feel cold, right? Sometimes they will give you a blanket. Sometimes the blanket's not thick enough. So what we were doing, and here's a tip: you know, we were sleeping inside our sleeping bags past some point. Um, especially in Felicia already, because it was just too cold. So we got our big sleeping bags. Mine was, uh, it's rated minus 20 Fahrenheit, minus 29 Celsius. So it's pretty warm. Um, I was still, you know, going up sometimes, you know, even with my um, puff jacket on inside the sleeping bag, right, inside my room in the tea house. Uh, again, it gets really cold. And uh, and also wearing a cap. So if you're there, even if even though you're in there, it's cover, right? It's, it's a closed environment. It's a room. Um, it gets super cold in your head. So I was sleeping with my cap on, um, my little, um, you know, my little hat. Um, 
So that that's sort of the experience. Um, the food is, I mean, I'm biased. I eat anything. I'm super easy. Um, I really enjoyed every meal I had, um, you know, every day um, for about three weeks uh, straight. Uh, it's always the same menu pretty much. So what you're going to find is, if I can summarize it, I mean, there's a little bit more selection than, than what I'm going to say, but basically, right, you're going to have tea, as I said, right? Um, and uh, you're going to have a, um, a choice of uh, fried rice or noodles in every tea house. Every tea house is like almost the same. It's the same menu. Uh, you can select like, you know, chicken only, veggie, mixed. I always went for mixed, but you never know what's gonna get, what you're going to get. So I wouldn't recommend you get mixed um, unless you feel good about not feeling sick. Um, I always got mixed. The mix, again, sometimes it's like eggs and cheese and uh, tuna and chicken and some veggies. And sometimes it's like tuna in a can. So um, I thought it was, I was just eating as much as I could. <laughs> Um, and that's a lot of protein, so I tried to get it. Um, so you get the fried, and then the, the interesting thing is you get the desserts. The desserts are always the same. There are basically three types, right? It's all, uh, they call it, uh, an apple pie, which is, looks like um, it's deep fried, right? and that's some apple inside, and it's like, a, um, what do you call this? Uh, an empanada, right? It, it, it's 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 not a typical apple pie in the American or English uh, way. Um, or you have a Mars, the, right, the chocolate bar, um, pie, which is just the same dough, right? And panada-like, you just deep fry it with the Mars inside or a Snickers bar inside, which is also delicious. Re remember that you need a lot of calories, so it's great because you can eat all that junk food um, and you're going to burn it. Uh, so if you don't feel sick, recommend you do it and it's very good i mean it's a sneakers bar deep fried so you can't go wrong with that um uh you can also choose uh, other options for an entry like it's not you know noodles or fried rice um you know there is always um an option sometimes it's not on the menu but my indian friend was always um ordering ordering dal bat which you come you know rice lentils and sometimes some meat or um some curry um, so he always got dal bath, you know, for three weeks straight um, because that was the only thing that was good for him um, in terms of, you know, uh, being regular and, and not feeling sick or, or anything like that. So you can always ask for that, even though it may not be on a menu. So it's a very safe option. Um, but this is pretty much it, right? You get some other alternative things there. You can order chicken, but I wouldn't recommend because it comes with some sauce and, um, you know, and it's just not a lot of food. Um, I would play safe and either go noodles, fried rice, dal bath, right? Uh, and then some of those delicious desserts with uh, lots of tea. So that's sort of the, the tea house experience. Um, Breakfast or, you know, almost the same menu, but very standard, you know, omelet, uh, pottage with apple, honey, lots of honey, um, which is good for acclimatization, I heard, and ginger. So go figure. Um, and it's just amazing. You get to know the people. You get to know the other folks from the other expeditions. You make some friends, especially over dinner when people have more time. 
um, until you wake up and you start you know, the hike next morning. So that is a little bit about sort of the experience uh, over there. Um, culturally, you know, then just spending some time and getting to know um, people from Nepal, amazing, and other people from other, you know, all over the world because um, you, you do find people from everywhere in these two months that is sort of every season. Um, so super cool, you know, keep in mind that my previous episode was about suffering and acclimatizing your body and not feeling well pretty much any day that being said right the opposite side is this great experience i would do it again you know just for spending time there and looking up and looking down and feeling like you're not on earth um just amazing so to the next episode then we're gonna get closer to um the boucher climb and uh ever space camp bye-bye